when when you're on video, everyone's got the same mic. If yeah. you ever watch podcasts, and it's because it's like the best one, right? Yeah. Is it those wireless ones? No. They're like, they got that other shape. You know, if you watch like Joe Rogan, it's on all the podcasts. Oh, is it like the condenser mic? Or we've got condenser mics or these are dynamic? I don't remember. I already forgot all that stuff. Yeah. I researched it like at the time. (laughs) (laughs) They're good quality. They said that these work all right for pot and they were cheap enough. It was like trying to keep within like in that, like it's good, you know, it's good enough. It's yeah. it's like good quality, but like not that expensive. Mm-hmm. But it sounds pretty good. There's a lot of those out there. Like you can find like how to st- set up, you know, studio this or how to set up your podcast, you know, area with this and on a budget and it shows all the different types of mics and yeah, stuff that you can get with it. It's I have to unspin this. Wait, is that that one? What is it? This is dangerous. I can't hear myself. Anything could happen. <laughs> There's too many spinnies. Oh, you know Back. what? Kai was on that one. That's why. <laughs> and he's like, when he's talking, you know, he wants to like, he touches a whole bunch stuff. of stuff. Yeah. And moves and like plays with the wires and stuff. So he's like. I noticed like Ben is like constantly has to be moving something yeah guys like that like they, we got that spinny chair in there mm-hmm. oh man <laughs> i love that chair and it's like hard for me to watch because I, I all i do is look at the mechanics of things mm-hmm. i'm always constantly it's like an obsession it's like noticing the the friction on the door or how hard it's shut or anything like that and i'm just like oh my so God. i just have to sit there and watch this chair be abused yep. by these kids kai slams the door when he gets <laughs> in and out of the car and it's like he it's like he doesn't know i feel like he doesn't know when he does it but he does it every time and i'm like yo stop slamming the door be like you do not have to close it that hard and i feel like after a while he's like okay dad okay dad but like every single time bro it's like I feel like he's either messing with me or he really just like just doesn't live by like thinking first. He just he reacts and does what he wants to do and does what he feels right yeah. now. Yeah. It's funny. We were and talking about a dreams. Lot of energy too. We were talking about like dreams, like, you know, and as adults we kind of think of dreams as like goals and things that you want to do. But him, his immediate thing about dreams is like the dreams that he has at night. Like the like, Well, when you said dreams, I thought that's what well, you were talking about. Well, of course. About. I mean we had we had been we yeah, it was context. But context. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. He's so yeah, much he's, fun to talk to. He's great. He's got a lot of energy. Thing I noticed, I was just like, "Dang, dude, it just goes." He was going nuts with that puppy. It was fun. Were you? Are you fidgety? Like, were you? Did, did, were you always like an active kid? Like, wanted to always move. I I feel like I was always outside. Like, I always wanted to be outside. And if I wasn't, I was active, like on yeah. video games. So, <laughs> honestly, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know because I was so lost in my own little world. Like, I don't know how I was most of my memories are like events like happening around me, but I don't know what I was like. You know what I'm saying? Like it was very, Mm. and you know, I was disassociated a lot as a kid. Like I don't, I don't have very many memories, but so it's like this, 
I don't know. Like I have little pictures, but I'm like, but what was I like? I don't know. Like, I don't really know what I did. I remember riding my bike around the neighborhood a lot. Same. Yeah. I'm sure I had a ton of energy because like I just had, because I'm still that way kind of, but I just, you know, it can be channeled differently or it's like I can, I don't know. It's probably just channeled differently. I had a go-ped. Yeah? You know how to go pedal? Like a electric, or I mean a gas one? Yeah, a gas yeah, scooter. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome, dude. A couple of my buddies were super into them. I got to take it to school a couple of times, and then I like I, then I got in trouble, and I guess I couldn't take it, apparently. I was in middle school, though, so... It's like seventh grade pulling up in a go pad. I thought I was the coolest thing. I mean, you were. Yeah, you were too cool for school. (laughs) And so they took away your go pad. They were like, "Uh, no, you can't bring the go pad anymore. (laughs) That's just too badass right there. (laughs) They're like, I'm sorry, sir. (laughs) You can't do this here. All right. Well, I guess I'll ride my bike again. (laughs) Yeah. I, I would ride my bike to school when I was like second, third grade. Sometimes pretty young. Yeah. And I think about like my kids at that age and it's like, what? And like, I went across streets and like had to be responsible yeah, kind right. of. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? Yeah. I feel like we, like we went through the, we went through the rough of it. I mean, and then our parents before them <laughs> went through the rough, rough of it. Yeah. It's just different. I mean, it's different type of rough for each generation. We're all going to, it's like this generation has different challenges. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're completely unexposed to so many things, which it's like can be a blessing, but it's also, it just creates a different set of challenges. Mm -hmm. Like it's really interesting. I mean, right now, like the, the way socially, the way people interact is completely different from when I was a kid. Like nothing is the way now as it was then. Like, it was only like interacting with people on the street randomly. And now it's like, that's what you don't do. Yeah. Everybody's in their own bubble and it's all online. It's so funny to see like people's energies and like their auras, like the way people are, for example, at the post office um, here, like there's a post office that's right down the street on Valencia here. And it's like, you have to, you can only, there's only one person that's allowed inside. So sometimes there's people out there like five, six, seven, 10 deep right just lined up outside all quiet nobody talking to each other and it's like i'm like i like you know i like interaction i I, you know there's times where i like to be you know just to myself in my own little world but when it comes to like stuff like that and it's kind of like uncomfortable and it's just like everybody's wearing a mask outside and i'm not you know i'm just like wow like I wish we had more interaction because if, if Alessia is like outside there with me, she's like, she's like a different type of human being. Like she's just like, she's so interactive. She wants to like, even if she doesn't know you, she wants to walk up to you and say hi. And like, you know, just like talk. And it's just, it's interesting to see, uh, just the difference in kids are magical. I was so like, watching Alessia have her little breakdown like it, it was like so good like because I just it's been a while since I've like been in these scenario like I've experienced mm-hmm. all that before but it's been a long time you know and experiencing the purity of children is just like because I'm like it, it's so intense the way she's expressing herself and as adults we're taught we don't express ourselves and that's how she really felt 
And I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, oh man, like that is so free. Yeah. Like so freeing to be like, you know what? I am fucking pissed right now. <laughs> and I'm gonna and I'm gonna let you know about it. And the like the older we get, the crustier we get, you know, the more like we're taught like you don't express yourself, you mm-hmm. know. And obviously there's learning to deal with whatever, channel that energy into other things, whatever. There's but for the most part it's like you keep that shit in. Like you don't yeah, you know. Don't. And cause she was like upset and she just kept going and going and going and, and it's like a physical thing, you know, and that's so like important, like, cause that's real, like feelings need to be felt. Mm-hmm. Like when stuff happens, like that you feel legitimately like you're like, ah, oh, I think, like I sh- uh, yeah, I think things should be expressed. Like the things that we think on, like, well, if it doesn't, it's stuck energy. Yeah. And it stays inside of you. If, if we, continue to grow kids and you know dampen their expressions and tell them not to open themselves up or express themselves when they're really going through something it's like it's it turns a turns into people that have those types of issues that can't like get through certain things well i mean i was definitely like taught that way like don't you know I mean, everybody's got issues, but like it's uh, unlearning it is, you know, has taken some work. It's practice, you know, being willing to be vulnerable and let stuff out. And it's, I've come a long way. There was like years, like lots of years where I just didn't cry or never had any, like, you know what I mean? It's just like robot guy, like just do this, 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 do this. And it's like, and it's just, a whole time stuff's just building up inside because I have little experiences throughout my day where it was like somebody pissed me off or I was upset and it's just like just shove it in and you know cast it aside keep going <sighs> but Freaking. it's good to like get to a place where it's like can start working that stuff out and I've had a lot of ways to work on it now so it's it's nice it's funny dealing with people for for in the career of just finance and just dealing with people's money and day to day kind of stuff and having to, and and being in a bank where it's kind of supposed to be like a professional scene. It's like having to, having to deal with people and not, and, and not express yourself like, and not tell people how you really feel because if you said something, you could lose your job kind of thing. Like it's that, I feel like it was tough. Like, yeah i i had to learn to be that way and it was it sucked going through it because really having to hold your tongue when either when you just want to express yourself and say something or when you know somebody's wrong and you know know they don't know what the fuck they're talking yeah exactly (laughs) i mean not yeah not even saying that they're wrong but they're in a position to where they're just they're expressing their right they and they're uninformed about it and it was it was tough, but I feel like it it changed it it helped me grow into a different type of being. Like I, I feel like it oh, yeah. I wouldn't and would it be like I, I wouldn't like to even classify it as mature because to be able to uh not even supp- it's not really suppressing those feelings, but I and I don't like using the word control, like controlling my emotions, but it's it channeling, was channeling though. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd say it's channeling that energy because you were able to do a lot of good with it. There you go. Thanks, man. 
That's transform. That's uh, alchemy. That's transformation. Transmutation. Transmutation. Yeah. Transmutation. That's Taking what a it thing is. and well, alchemy is breaking it down. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But you know, but for how like just like you're talking about how Alessia is when she expresses herself, it's just like raw, like spirit, just like oh yeah, blowing up. Because there's times like even at night when when it's like we're ready to go to bed and she's like got her shoes on, B, <laughs> like and it's time for like we're turning off the lights, we're reading <laughs> books, and we're it's, it's like game time. She knows it's time for bed, yeah. and it's like we gotta take these shoes off, and she is like you're going to have to cut off my feet if you're going <laughs> to take these shoes off. Like that wow. is, she will not, she doesn't let up. Yeah. And it's when she, when she decides to do something, she's like, I'm in it or I'm dying. Like she's super strong. Willed. It's so fascinating to see. Yeah. And so oh, seeing her today with her, with her little sister now dude it's like it was so crazy she's we knew she was gonna be such a sweetheart and now it's it's exciting to envision what it's gonna be like for kai how he's gonna be when he sees his little sibling because he wanted a boy like he wanted a little brother and so i want to see what his reaction is gonna be like but alessia just like immediately is like just giggles like all kinds of giggles I think it's going to be great for her because she's got a little sister. Now now she gets to be big. Like mm-hmm. it's going to help her grow up. Mm-hmm. And it's like perfect timing. Like she's going like, to be such a good little caretaker. Like I think she's yeah. going to take such good care of her and like She's just working on those motor yeah, skills. Yeah, dude. But she's trying to be gentle. You can <laughs> tell is. like her her intention is to be gentle. She just doesn't un- it's still she's still a baby. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so awesome, dude. Whew. Big ups, big ups to the women of the world. That so she's just one day old. Yeah, one day old. It's wild because it somehow feels longer, but it's oh. just just happened. This whole time thing just it tripped me out right. over the past thirty six <laughs> hours, forty eight hours. It's just so crazy, but oh, so incredible. She was always uh, gonna be here. It's like once your kids are here, it was kind of like they're always here Mm -hmm. because like you manifested that. Yeah. You know, it's so funny too. I mean, even, I mean, just a day later, we're we're still riding the the high train of like, oh my gosh, we did it kind of thing. Like I haven't seen her eyes open yet. Oh yeah. She sleep a lot. She's got a little chinky eyes. She's, she, (laughs) I used to think she'll have like my kind of eyes. Instead of she said that specifically, yep, those Christian's words, chinky eyes. I was like, yep. I don't see her eyes as chinky. She just yeah. got, she's just got big ass she eyes. She does, dude. So her, is Alessia. Alessia. Yeah. If the if baby if baby Ray gets those eyes, I'll be happy too. I don't mind. I don't. She could get whoever's good. eyes. She get her own eyes. Oh man. I was watching a thing earlier on YouTube. Um, this woman that does astrology stuff, she was talking about people like that she could tell what or she could guess sometimes or often like somebody's sign by like facial features and skin color, skin tone and all this stuff. And she went through all the signs and described them. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. I don't feel like it's stuff that I would pick up on, but that's interesting. So like she'd be able to tell that because we're both Virgos, right? Yeah. 
So she'd so be able to like some of the things I remember her saying about Virgos, which fits me. We looked like nothing alike though. Right. Like, <laughs> and that was one of her points is like, it doesn't, but it's cause it's really weird kind of subtleties that mm-hmm. it's almost like, so I think for Virgos, she described usually slimmer builds. Um, okay, she said counts. like a larger cranial area, like big heads. Virgos are like in their head or very like thought, like in their, yeah. like, so, which is definitely true for me. I've got a big head. I think too. you're more proportional now, than I am, but yeah. I got a big, I got a really big head. Now, I mean, now with my hair, I got super big head. Well, so you're compensating. You got to yeah. grow into it a little bit. You're <laughs> I got a big head. Ben has a big head. Both of my kids do. Big brained. That's so funny. That's Alessio. what we like to call it. Alessio was walking around with a beanie on like two days ago and her beanie like looked like her head looked like the size of the proportion of her legs like <laughs> it was it was amazing it was so funny babies uh, are like super disproportionate yeah they? imagine that like they grew up legs. and just like just got like bigger just like <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. oh my goodness we would uh, look very different we would look hilarious dude what oh geez what uh so uh, Alessia and Ray are going to be the same sign. Yeah. Which is. They're only six days apart. Seven. No. Seven ah. days apart. Because she's the 24th and the 31st. So just under two years. Yeah. What's, what sign is that? Where are we at? Uh, Aquarius? I don't know. I don't know. I never remember them. Hey Should Siri, what out. sign is it right now? Who's Siri? Zodiac signs. We are in, come on, Siri, dude. We are, da, 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 dang it, hey, it uh, Aquarius. See, I was right, dude. Come on, man. You got to trust me. It's the age of Aquarius. The age of the water bearer. So seriously, like I, on my Twitter, like mainly I just follow people in crypto. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting because you're into crypto and I'm into crypto. But, like, I've never seen anyone announce a birth once, like, in a year or two years, however long I've been on there. And today, two different people are like, oh, baby born, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it's kind of wild. That's awesome. Yeah. It's I've like heard that that stuff happens. Synchronistic. Yeah. What did I totally. say? I, was rel- I thought it was relative. Like and Ethereum hit a new all-time high. So oh, I saw that, too. That was really cool. It dipped back down. I think it's, uh, I think it's really cool to see... Like uh, Jack Dorsey on this whole like decentralized social media platform thing. I don't know. I don't really care too much about the social media piece, but him just going more into the the decentralized platform space. Yeah, is I think he's been into it for a while, but I don't. I don't know. I haven't heard him talk much about it. But um, I think. I mean, social media is here. It's not going to go anywhere. So I think if, if it was decentralized, that would be awesome. Because right now we're experiencing uh, a huge uptick in censorship, which is like, it doesn't matter. Like your feelings of Trump or anything is irrelevant. But like the fact that it's like the way they are putting information in front of people and then cutting out certain information and filtering who sees what videos and which stuff gets the most exposure and everything. It's just like our whole all the main ones right now, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all the main ones are like, 
way reining it in in terms mm-hmm. of what they show to people. Yeah, I think and that's, that's not great. I think that's why it's. I think that's why I feel so supportive of the decentralized platform thing because it, that gives now no ability to to censor you know, information that just should be freely out there no matter who you are. And even if it's tailored a little bit towards you, like you're not getting anything that you, uh, that you couldn't search for anyway. Like I feel like with the impositions that are in place right now with the current like search engines and stuff, like even if you wanted to get a certain piece of information, like there's like walls, like, yeah, hoops that you have to jump through and i don't know you got to know specifically where you're going yeah Uh, well that's what it's all about that's what ethereum's about i mean it's a programming language there's like thousands of coins on ethereum and i'm learning more about the DeFi space and i'm understanding more on why these coins are going nuts Mm -hmm. and like what's DeFi? um, i'm excited decentralized finance and i'm like I'm super stoked on it because I, I I told you I'm pulling all my coins off of exchanges, putting them in my wallet because I don't trade often. You have Trezor? Or with my, I do, but it's not linked to anything right now. So with Ethereum, what Trezor does is it adds an extra layer of security because Ethereum wallets, Trezor isn't exactly an Ethereum wallet, mm-hmm. but an Ethereum wallet can be hooked, added, it can be hooked to the Trezor and have that be an extra layer of security to get into your wallet. You need the treasure, whatever. But, um, yeah, so with the decentralized finance, you keep your coins in your own wallet. You don't send them to, so you have the keys. Like, it's all attached to that seed phrase, which mm-hmm. can be restored if you lose your wallet or whatever. But it's just, it's like a whole different feeling because I feel I'm like, I have it. Like, it doesn't, like, nobody's going to hack me or get this out of my hands or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm good. Whereas when it's on an exchange, like I just kind of felt a little uneasy, like at all times, because I know how many exchanges have gone, you know, there's been issues in the past because these are like valuable assets. Hackers want to get access to them. There's so many scams and stuff right now because they know Mm -hmm. what they're going after. It's valuable, which means they'll put a lot of effort into doing whatever they can do to get access to those coins or people's information, whatever. Um, so security is paramount because again, nobody like nobody's got your back. It's just you and your shit. So having it on your own wallet that's secured with all my own stuff. And when you, when exchanging is just like opening up a web browser, it taps into the wallet, you make an exchange and then you close it, but everything stays, you know, and Ethereum allows for this sort of thing. Like Bitcoin's different. Ethereum has smart contracts and stuff. And I, Ethereum probably this year is going to outperform Bitcoin maybe by double. You think so? Yeah, percentage-wise, not like cost-wise because the supply is completely different. But the supply is like diminishing so quickly. Right now, people are getting involved in DeFi, which if you want to make returns, you lock up your Ethereum and you lock up these other coins. You lock them up, you stake them which takes them off of the market, which reduces available supply. And Ethereum, you stake them like you have to keep them in for a certain time period. And then a lot of them are like, there's no time frame. You can just do it as you want. So like right now I, you can also stake pairs. So like decentralized uh, trading 
exchanges require that people provide liquidity and liquidity pools. So let's say I want to provide liquidity for Ethereum to Chainlink. Like I want to help facilitate that transaction. I lock up those coins and then people can trade using my balance and I earn fees on their transfers. So since I'm the facilitator of that transaction, I'm earning, well, at least a percentage of a pool, you earn part of that, you know, mm. which allows this whole thing to happen without any central first parties. Like, so it encourages people to save their coins. It encourages, you know, it gets rid of all the third parties. Like it's just you swapping. It's amazing. And it all mm. happens like on its own. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's more, so the more I'm learning about it, it's like, I'm like, dude, Ethereum is going to freaking kill it. Like Bitcoin is a different kind of thing, but Ethereum could easily be more valuable long-term. Like mm -hmm. it's like, because it's, you can build on it. Anyone can put any app on it they want and make a decentralized thing. And that is like incredibly powerful because that's what allows decentralized, you know, and they're improving it. Switching over to Ethereum 2.0, which how could we be a part of that? How could we be a part of like creating something on the decentralized platform? If you have a really good idea, and then you Lots find a, find a developer, or because I don't know anything about that stuff, mm -hmm. but there's plenty of people that do. And if you have a good idea, that allowing you know that being being decentralized or censorship resistant and all this stuff like is, you know. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I just got really into the DeFi thing yesterday. I moved all my coins over and I started like providing for liquidity pools because I'm not going to sell them anyways. I'm not mm -hmm. really trading. I'm just more invested. I just pick the ones like I do a lot of studying and learn about the ones that like I really like feel good about for at least, you know, a year or so. Mm -hmm. And then they're just going to sit in my wallet so I can lock them up and learn earn 7% on this pair stake this coin over here for 6%. And right now when Bitcoin's going sideways and down, like altcoins are actually maintaining. So lately it's been, while they're super risky overall, lately it's been more profitable to hold altcoins than Bitcoin. And Ethereum is like, it barely broke its all time high and then it dipped back down. So it's not like it really, it doesn't, it, it's not, hasn't really done its thing yet. Cause when it breaks, breaks, it means it actually comes down, find support where it broke from, which is like the 1400 range. Once it does that and it does it with some good volume and momentum, it's going to, then it actually is going to be in price discovery mode. And that's when it's going to get ridiculous. And people are going to be like, wait a second, Ethereum's worth at least five grand. And it's going to be like that overnight. And people and new people that come in to crypto, they say, oh wow, Ethereum costs. 1500 and Bitcoin costs 32 grand. I'll take an Ethereum. Like, yeah, I still have so much faith in what's going to like, I feel like oh, we're, we're getting in into this. Thing. It's the whole thing is going to explode. I beyond. feel like we're getting into this little point right now where, uh, Biden's getting into office. He's starting to open up States and there's a lot of, there's a lot of people going side, like not they're going haywire, bro. Like there are people that are just like tripping right now because it's like, Oh, now that, now that Biden's in office, you're opening up all these States and you guys are ruining Trump, blah, blah, blah. Like just oh, yeah. all this, you know? And, and it's like, that's fine. You know, express yourself, do what you do, what you please. Right. Yeah. But 
I think with the economy like getting to this point where even over the next couple couple months it'll still be a little weird as things open up more and more I feel um I feel like there's going to be much more money flowing into uh people's pockets and though I feel like people that really had to go through some things that really had to either think of new businesses or new ways of making money or, you know, really had to go through some hardship uh, through this pandemic. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, uh, I think it sparked something new in, in some people and their relationship with how they handle money. Yeah. And um, I feel like there's going to be a lot more uh, interest in the space of, of crypto and, and Bitcoin and Ethereum and the whole, I feel like shifting the control back into people's pockets again and, and into their own power, like is, is gonna, it's going to change a lot of things for the crypto space this year. And I feel like with Bitcoin sitting right now here at like just fluctuating here in the 30 thousands is just how it was fluctuating in the nine thousands and the ten thousands and the it went through twenty real quick, but I feel like it's maintaining right here and it's just it's just enjoying itself right now. But I just I've got this weird feeling inside that we're gonna have this really huge rally again and uh that's certain. It's already done, bro. It's it's funny because I don't I don't necessarily tie any the, of the, the well the way that you the way that you see things going like that sounds great as it's for me it doesn't matter what happens as far as the president or whether things get opened up or any of that because it's gonna just be a necessity if you want to keep your money like you buy Bitcoin if you want to lose your money then you don't like it's that simple because while maybe everything will get open back up and stuff will get moving, it doesn't, they're still just printing the dollars. So like mm -hmm. it's already, the damage has already been done. It's just going to take some time for the, you know, for people to catch up to what's happening. Like it's going to take some time to trickle down. It already has, but it's like, um, yeah, I mean, I can see it. Cause there's also, there's also like, they're always talking about new strains of COVID and stuff, you know, and I think it's, I have a bunch of ideas about any of that stuff, you know, that are, you know, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. To me, it's like it doesn't, it's an unstoppable force. And I could see also like them opening some stuff up and then they'll say, oh, well, that's why it spread so much. And then you see the numbers kick way up and the fear factor go way up and people get way more locked down. And I invite your story. I mean, open it all back up. I hope it just goes away and we just move through it. But I think we are going to feel a lot more pain before we get to that, honestly. You think so? Oh, yeah. Uh I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't see it as pain because yeah. for me, it's a win. Well, you for said me, it as pain. So. Okay. Well, it's the general consensus is that it's pain. Like people talk about these times like they're so bad, but I see it as a growth opportunity. Okay. Like, and all over the place, people are growing right now. People are healing. People are learning about themselves. There's a lot of benefit to being stuck with yourself, you know, yeah. less distractions, like, Everybody wants to go back to normal, but there's no way it can go back to normal. Nothing's ever going to be the same again. That's my view. 
if it goes back and stuff opens up and it clears up and it, it was just a little flare up thing, that's all great too. But the beautiful thing for me is I know that either way, Bitcoin's good. Yeah. So whether, you know, it's like, cause it's, I mean, I'm it's with already, you on that. it's already done. Yeah. Like that's why I get, I mean, that's why I get your perspective on the point of it doesn't matter if everything's opening up, mm-hmm. you know, Bitcoin's going to do its thing and it's going to grow outstanding. Um, and that's why I feel like the psychological piece where uh, where the families of the world really had to experience a lot of, you know, a lot of hardship, just being sure. distanced, being being told that uh, being being fearful, you know, being told to be fearful around others and not to. Uh, gather with your family or friends or and 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 i get it i get it you know i I feel like that's what a government is supposed to do they're they're supposed to govern the people they're supposed to give us suggestions and recommend to us best practices okay but regardless at the at the end of the day at the beginning of the day at the middle of the day we should be the ones to make the decisions like we should be the ones allowed to say hmm we'll take that advice or we won't and i understand where there's i understand that there are still two extremes there are those people that are like well then you're part of the problem that create this this and this or you know and then i i just like i i get that there's a spectrum i get there are thousands of different people types out there but Government is going to do what government is, was, was created to do, you know, and that's govern and control. I think there's two very different perspectives on what the government was created to do. Like, meaning like what we're told it's created to do, which is protect us and what it really does, which is keeps us separate. So they spin it as it's for our safety, but it's not. It's not about safety. Like if, if it was about, if anything was about for the people, then all the commercials, everything on TV would be telling you to eat healthy, get outside, get some sun, get some vitamin D and you'll be fine. It wouldn't be about masks and social distancing and you shouldn't see your family and no more traveling. It would be about like, wait, let's get healthy. If everybody got healthy, if everybody started taking care of themselves, like emotionally, spiritually, Mm -hmm. if we taught meditation in schools, Like this isn't a problem for anyone who takes care of themselves and who's at a high vibration. That's just the way it is. Plain and simple. Like, and that, but that's not the stuff that we promote in our society. So for me, it's all about the fear. It's all about like keeping people small and keeping people disconnected. Cause when people connect, they start figuring shit out and we're going to do it regardless. That's why I'm saying like, for me, there's a beautiful ending. I just think that we see some more quote unquote pain tough times, transition periods, but I see like beautiful things coming. Like, but it's like, we have to learn to be responsible for ourselves and stand up, stand up and like connect with each other and figure out a plan and and do it from the inside out. And that's why Bitcoin is a huge part of that. Like decentralizing everything, it, it eliminates so much of the BS, you know, so much of the bureaucracy, so much of the politics, it's all fixed in Bitcoin and crypto is what I think. And, but just the numbers alone, just if, you know, just with the math, just with inflation, supply and demand history, like it's like Bitcoin's 
It's a foregone conclusion. You know what I was thinking Regardless about? of what comes. I was, uh, right before I was going to sleep, I was, I had this thought that, uh, that one day Bitcoin and the entire decentralized money network is going to be completely shareable. Like I, I see it as like we like person gets up and they have, and, and like people just have access to like capital, like people just have access. They, we have this card and we swipe it when we need it for groceries or we punch it in when we need it for gas and we go about our lot and it's like, and everything's free flowing. Like there's no, there's no, um, like, and it's because we realize that there's no need for like hoarding of, of excess amounts of capital that, that have no use in the circulation of, of the flow. Like if it's, and the way, the reason why the financial system is broken, like one piece that I believe, um, is, is because we, it's, it's such an ass backwards way of, of a medium of exchange of an account, you know, a unit of account and a store of wealth, like I, or a store of value, like the way money is set up as debt and, uh, and how it's printed and inflation. And, you know, it's just, it's all, it's all, it's, it, in reality, it's, it's a pyramid scheme. That's really the backbone and the, with it being fiat currency and us going off of the gold standard and everything relying in the full faith of governments, it's, it's just, it's, it's controlled. That's just, that's the supply is controlled. And that's why with Bitcoin and the network, I just, I see that people will come together and truly see that like money should be accessible to everybody, like the people that need it. And it's like, yeah, in the early periods, we're going to go through the, the BS with the, with the people that spend what they don't need. And, you know, there's going to be, but those problems will, will have solutions There there will be solutions that are provided for that. But then it's going to get to a point where people are only going to take what they need. People are only going to use what they need. And it's going to, it's going to be a free flowing system. Like, yeah. One day that's what I see because we we're going to wake up to the the realization that there shouldn't be a disparity like there shouldn't be this huge gap in those that are on the on the streets sleeping with not enough mm-hmm. and those with more than what they could ever spend in a lifetime not even touching you know yeah. and if and there and I I'd love to think that people in those stages of life with that type of wealth like hundreds of millions billions of dollars are are putting that money back into the community and creating things to to free flow it but from what I've seen and with the current financial system and the way the people that are inheriting the money that others like accrued themselves like through family and generational wealth, they're they're creating the same uh, idea flow of like only like it. This money stays with us, like it stays with us and our family and the people that we know, and that's it. 
Like, right. I'd love to think that they're out there giving back and creating systems to like help others get more, but I feel like it's well, generally uh, sorry. So here's the difference and it makes all the difference. Inflationary versus deflationary. Like it changes everything. Think about if you have money that goes up in value as you hold it, you're going to be up to give some of that away. Like, cause there's a lot of people out there that have tons of Bitcoin. They're already filthy rich and they're just going to get richer. Right. But their money grows. So there's not this idea that I need to get more dollars and hold on to them like forever because it's going down in value. When things go down, when the dollar is going down in value, it encourages spending and it encourages hoarding. Like in the sense that like, you're only going to give it to your kids because you, because these are hard to come by. I got to get as many of them as possible they're hard to come by and they're going down in value. Right. But when it, when your money's going up in value for me, like I, I just think that the people are going to be way more giving, like there's way more of a feeling of like, Oh, this is growing. It's already going to be five times bigger when I give it to my kids. So there's plenty to share. Yeah. Versus like, this has less buying power every year, like Mm -hmm. hold on to as much as possible, you know? So it's, uh, I think you're totally right. And there's going to be like plenty to share and there's going to be less, it's just going to be less about greed. It's going to be mm-hmm. more about like holding on to a, a part of something that's just beautiful. Like it's meant to be shared. It's meant to pass down. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Cause there is like people, there's going to be a new 1%, right. Mm-hmm. That has a ton of the new shit. But I like to think that, the people that got in early on Bitcoin have a certain mindset and they're not the greedy types. I don't know. There's going to be both, I suppose, but I, I'm excited. I think you're right. I think there's going to be plenty, like there's going to be some universal baseline, some standard by which everybody should just be able to live. And Mm -hmm. there's, there still can be wealthy people or whatever. Yeah. Because if your outputs more, if you're, if you're Tesla, you know what I mean? If you're Elon Musk and you're trying to get us to Mars and like make the world a better place and change the way we do everything, like that requires capital, right? And if you're somebody who just wants to live a simple life and like hang out at your house and paint pictures, that doesn't require as much capital, but everyone should be able to do what they want to do. And there should be, there's plenty to go around. And it's like you said, it's the hoarding and it's like, this is for my family only so they can just live and never have to do anything. That doesn't, then you just have like people that are just leeches on society. Yeah. They just already had the money. They have no reason to pursue anything. They have no reason to make the world a better place versus when your money like goes up in value, it's like the wealth is already there. So now it's like, what can I do for everybody? Yeah. It's completely different like mindset. And I think it's where we're going. It's, it's the age of Aquarius, bro. I feel it, man. Like we we're transitioning big time and transitions are like painful. And I feel it personally and you see it in the grocery store and you see it on the news and you see it everywhere. But it's like, it's beautiful to me. Same. I, you know, my heart goes out to anybody who's like struggling or has family members that are struggling or any of that. Like, it's not, it's not that it's like a, a great time always. And there's a lot of struggles, but I just, the big picture is beautiful to me. I'm with you on that. Because <sighs> there's a lot, a lot going on, but 
I know I'm going to kill it this year. Um, I get over, like, I, I want everything to happen so fast. So I get, like, I forget, like, how much stuff has changed. But, like, in a year, two years, like, you know, whether it's talking about the crypto shit or, you know, learning a new instrument or create, you know, whatever it is, it's going to be a good year for me. Super excited. Yeah, I've, yeah, it's, it's like the, it's the day to day thing now. Like it's like every day it's like, what, what can I improve on? What's a little, like, what's a little thing that I can learn today? Like, you know, I've already got all of these seeds planted now. So it's like, there's a space that um, that I'm looking to invest into that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, there's, you know, there's the music thing now. It's like learning music theory and taking, like, kicking it back to when I was in sixth grade learning clarinet and the music and reading notes and all that. And then, you know, the Bitcoin thing, that consumes a lot of my my you know, mental energy and I research a lot and think a lot into that space and envision, you know, what my, what my position is going to be in a, in months or years. So it's like, I want to ask your opinion on something. Good. Um, so there's two like very different camps. I'm somewhere kind of in the middle because I'm wanting to get the benefits of all. I try to, you know, see a big picture or whatever, but like Bitcoin maximalists versus like somebody who embraces like every shit coin out there, like all these cryptocurrencies that are like, they're all going to pump because that's just the nature of the markets. Like they're all going to pump, but you know, maybe 2% of them are going to survive. Right. Mm-hmm. Or 1%. Yeah. Less than 1% probably. Mm-hmm. So and I get into this debate with myself and I noticed this cycle for me. Cause it's like when I first, when we started getting, when we started going back up again and I started paying attention again, cause I wasn't paying that much attention during the uh, bear market. Like I had some Bitcoin and I would buy some here and there when I could, but I wasn't really like paying attention. Right. Price was just doing its thing down low. And I, you know, I was fed up with trading cause I already lost a bunch of money doing that. Um, then I started paying attention and at first it was just like, I mean, you've seen my plan, like what I've done shift at first. I was just like, I just bought Bitcoin, put it into a savings account, borrow against it or whatever. But that was like my only plan. And then as I start like remembering and feeling like the whole altcoin cycle thing, and it's like now I'm back down deep in that rabbit hole. All my stuff is in Ethereum or other coins, right? Because I see like this, uh, Need a pause. Can I pause it? Yeah. yeah. Hello, and we're back, <laughs> and we have a special guest. Want to say hi? Alessia. Oh, say well, hi. She doesn't want to say hi right now. All right. Well, she doesn't. Have, she can participate by just being adorable and hanging out. Let's do that. That works too. Okay. Yeah, so, oh, what I was talking about was, um, and I want to get your perspective on this because you're kind of newer to the space and, you know, um, so I was talking about the transition from being like just focused on Bitcoin to now like looking to capitalize on all these different new projects that have a lot of potential to grow but have more risk involved, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And 
also all while knowing that 98% of those are going to go away, you know, so they're risky or they're like more temporary investments, like, you know, just for the coming year or something. Whereas Bitcoin's the thing that's like, I was like, I feel like you can buy it and hold on to it for ever and you're good to go. Or as in the foreseeable future anyways, until stuff, you know, changes a bunch. So do you have any, oh, I'm, I wanted to ask you one question. Mm-hmm. I know you have some Ethereum. Okay. I'm curious if you have any other coins and what your proportion, you know, what, what the ratios are of like Bitcoin to Ethereum. Um, Cause so at I, first you just had Bitcoin, right? Yep. Just okay. had Bitcoin at first. Started learning more about Ethereum and now I hold, um, I do hold Ethereum now, but I don't have any, I don't have any, um, other coins. Do you have a sizable amount of Ethereum or a couple? Um, No, I have a couple. I mean, I have, um, I have like three. Okay. So So. it's a smaller proportion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So do you see yourself kind of sticking with that? Or do you see yourself venturing more into smaller stuff or more into Ethereum? Mm. Or do you I'm feel gonna like stay, you found a comfort yeah, level that you're just going to chill a, at? I'm at a comfort level right now where I'm like, I'm yeah. comfortable with uh, the amount of Ethereum I want. And I and I do want more Bitcoin. But, yeah. But, I mean, it's so just I'm curious, with time. I'm curious if that has more to do with, like, more exposure to the space. Like, if more time changes that or if it more has to do with the type of person like because i can see myself as being more you know i get obsessive about it and then it's like oh well i gotta go try to get this other game like Mm -hmm. i want bigger gains like it's kind of that um the uh thrill seeker side of me the being a gambler like more of a you know looking for those higher risks and it's hard for me to just ignore. It's hard for me to say like, oh, wow, that person's like doing really well with that. And if mm-hmm. I could be over there, that could be me, right? Yeah. So, and I and I think I'm going to do really well because just because I've been around long enough to kind of understand the space. But I think for most people, it's best to just have Bitcoin and Ethereum. Like I wouldn't give anybody advice to do what I'm doing if they're kind of new to the space. Yeah. Because it can be kind of stressful. It can be more like, you know... Bitcoin and and watching Bitcoin go up while your other coin might drop 30% in one day. It's like, that's difficult, you know? So having a really strong conviction behind, behind whatever you hold, I think is important. Yeah. So it's interesting. I don't, I don't feel like I, uh, Alessia, I feel like I eventually will, will have more Ethereum over time. Yeah. Uh but I I feel super happy and super comfortable with the amount of bitcoin that I have right now and I I I think if I didn't do anything with the bitcoin that I have like over the course of the next couple of years it'll grow and be what I more than what we need. Right. And 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 then some to to help and create projects and stuff like that. For the future do you have um do you have all of it or most of your stuff in the, the interest gathering account yeah I, so account? so the so, so what's passive. happening right now is like i'm running into the i'm running into the cash limit like the withdrawal limit uh-huh. at the uh, uh through cash app so i'm working with them to find out like how long i have to do the types of withdrawals that i'm doing mm-hmm. uh 
for them to give me a higher limit because it's like I have to I I can I have to withdraw the max per day and then that is only and then the max per week is only two and a half days worth of yeah of what it is so I have like I just I have to pretty much wait week to week it's it's to transfer money into there so it's an interesting thing because that's like pretty common and what i've noticed is like a lot of exchanges that it's harder to get bitcoin out than mm-hmm. well, i guess you're talking about cashing in though so well it's really like what i'm talking it's, about i'm like with was there's be, a lot of limits on yeah there's stuff. different different types of limits and stuff but like the withdrawals that i'm doing are just are really just transfers like they're i'm not pulling the money out of bitcoin and into and you know, converting it to another currency. I'm oh, you're talking about transfer it. from from one talking exchange about from to like a wallet. Yeah. Oh, okay. So exactly. that d- that does reinforce my point, which yeah. is that people don't want to let go of the Bitcoin. Yeah. Like it's like me. Like when I try to pull out from my exchange and it's Bitcoin, it's like point one at a time, and I have to do it like mm-hmm. per day. Yeah, exactly. And then on my other app, it's like a thousand dollars a day, which is even less now, and. uh it's just very apparent, like the scarcity aspect of it. Like there, there's not, there's trading that happens, but a lot of it is, you know, on um, margin exchanges and stuff where it's mostly numbers flying around. It's not really mm-hmm. like Bitcoin. The actual Bitcoin, the actual on-chain Bitcoin is mostly locked up in people's wallets. There's only really a little bit out there that we're kind of like trading back and forth, like in terms mm-hmm. of trading. And so that's why it's it's just, really valuable asset you don't want to get rid of it yeah and they're gonna it's gonna get ridiculous to where like you literally can't find one on exchanges like you know what i've been thinking of doing is is going through the nexo wallet and and just seeing what i could do to like borrow some off of that and buy ethereum and then just do it when it hits its low because there's so many times where i'll you know throughout a three or four week span where I'll, where I'll see a jump in it and then a decline. And it's like, you know, sometimes they're big jumps. Sometimes they're like 15, 10, 20%. And then, you know, in a matter of a couple of days, it'll be like a 10, 15, 10% drop. Like, and so it's like, I'm, I've been thinking of right. Right. Now getting a little more. It's uh versatile. Like right now it's at 1350 and it already broke all time highs and then it came down, which is exactly, I think Bitcoin did the same thing before it did its thing. Mm-hmm. So right now might be a nice time to do that because if let's say you borrowed, you bought a few Ethereum or however much you wanted, and then you waited until you gave it a couple of weeks, like the Ethereum is going to, once it solid, I'm telling you, it's going to double in no time, just like Bitcoin did. Because Ethereum hasn't broken out yet. Bitcoin mm-hmm. broke out in December. Ethereum has not done it yet. Once it starts price discovery, it's going to be like 2000 within no time and then likely 3000 or something. But even if you wait till, even if you write it to just 2000, mm-hmm. pay off your loan, you literally could just have free Ethereum. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's or free what, Bitcoin, however you want to play it. Yeah. Um, so it's not a bad move. So, uh, yeah. And it's, it's, and that. it's really low risk because it's such, it's a really low interest rate. So even if it dumped more, like you can hold it out, you're not paying hardly anything on the interest. So it's not, it's a really low risk way to get yourself more exposure. What it's like, it's like a really, it's kind of like a margin trade, but on really low. Actually, it's not because you're actually only borrowing. How, anyways, but it's uh, 
I don't know. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, so I've, I've leveraged myself out twice using those loans and I've ended up paying them both back. So it seems like long-term I'm not deciding to stick with that. But for me, it's because I'm looking for exposure to all these altcoins. Mm -hmm. But, um, I don't know. I think that could be a good strategy. Yeah. And right now, like it's, it's not going to stay under 1500 for long. Like we're building pressure right now. Like I, I kind of thought it was going to keep running from yesterday once it broke, but it came down and dipped again. So definitely something to consider. Do you think that'll be something big for like the cryptocurrency economy and in total, like, because right now I feel like when, when people think cryptocurrency, Ethereum. Uh, Ethereum, like I feel like when people think cryptocurrency or when they think bitcoin they think of that being like the biggest and the only bitcoin yeah the only one worth right, mentioning that's, so that's, but i that, feel like ethereum adds a whole you know a whole nother level of worth to yeah. the cryptocurrency space and the more the more i'm learning about it the more i'm becoming more and more uh interested in it and i'm wanting to get more and more skin in the game yeah when it comes to it so well, I, I definitely think so. And that's why I think having a strictly maximalist point of view, Bitcoin maximalist is just being naive and stubborn. Like, I just think you're not looking at the whole picture. Mm -hmm. I can see why Bitcoin is special. I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I'm trying to make more Bitcoin is my main point of trading any alts. However, like so many things are going to be built on Ethereum. Like they already are. There's already great products out there. Like the whole DeFi system, like I say, is all tied to Bitcoin or to Ethereum. Like Bitcoin's great. It does its own thing, but Ethereum is a different thing. So they can coexist. They can both take a huge, I mean, there's both, they both have endless potential of stealing market cap from other things. It's just Bitcoin is digital gold and Ethereum's like, it's like the new internet. It's like two different things. Um, so yeah. And in the short term, at least I see outperforming Bitcoin big time and at least in, you know, um, price percentage growth, it's already like there's, I, th I believe there's way more Ethereum transactions than there are Bitcoin. Like so much more stuff happens on Ethereum and Bitcoin people just buy it and hold it. Right. So again, yeah. it's digital gold that you buy it and you hold it and you give it to your kids versus the new internet, which is like stuff happens on it all day. Yeah. The cool um, thing I like about the Nexo piece is like earning, earning the interest in the currency. Like, Oh yeah. That's seeing, great. yeah. Seeing the, cause it's like a little deposit. Every yeah. Day. It's like a tiny little deposit every day, which is like, I mean, it's tiny because the proportion that's in there is small, but, but even it, to it's, it I mean, it's 5%. Though. That's still like 5% is better than you're getting in any savings, like any, Right. Savings that isn't well, locked up right now. And the asset that you're gaining yeah. is going and it's going to go up probably hundreds of percent this year. I'd love Most to. likely 500, a thousand percent. Like who knows? Like, um, it's exciting for me every day. Like it's, you know, we've been in this range for a little bit, but if you know, you know, like yeah. people get all stressed and they see the internet, you know, on the news, they talked about a double spend the other day and it's all bullshit. Like it's, if any headlines you see the negative stuff, it's like, it's all been said before. Mm -hmm. There's all these memes about tether FUD because it's been a, like, they've been, you know, FUD is fear, uncertainty, doubt, fear, mm -hmm. uncertainty and doubt. Like it's, it's been happening over and over again. Like this isn't new. So, but if you're in the know, it's just like, oh, this is market cycles and we're going to be having another nice leg up pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, 
even if it decided to dip down to 26 or 20 or anything, it's like, it's still like, I feel so like we're early in the bull market, yeah. bro. It's very early. We're like in the first inning of this bull market. Yeah. I think like we're, I think it's like they're waiting till February to get like the next big news, uh, a story that's supposed to make a big, because there's a, there's big news right now about, um, some, some big billionaire investor buying the micro strategy debt, uh, that they use oh, really? to buy. Yeah. That they used to buy like 150 million in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, and the investor that bought the debt is like the reason why he's buying I it. Is I didn't know they he, were getting debt to do it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. They're borrowing it. to buy. Yeah. It's, but the and, thing and, that and Michael's and that dude's a genius. Like yeah. when you listen to him talk, it's like obviously this guy knows what he's talking about. Obviously, Raul Powell knows what he's talking about. All these guys, you know, Robert Breedlove, like obviously these guys know what they're talking yeah, about. They and like, they're like freaking taking out loans. Not all of them, but you know, mm-hmm. that's just very telling. I think it's, that's why, I mean, that's another thing that's inspired me to be like, yo, like, I mean, we've got, the thing is we've got access to capital. We're just... I we're in the space to where like how much exposure do we want? Do we want, if you're me, you you want it all. Yeah. And the thing is if, if I mean, I, I love going back to the story, but even if we put in 50%, you know, we'd be in a much different place right now if we did it in the beginning or, but now it's like, you know, do we want to get more exposure into the space, even with it being as high as it is, you know, it'll give us the ability to get more, but like, it's like that uncertain, like, is it really going to continue to go up? And, and I've got so much confidence in it that I'm like, let's, you know, do you get, I, I do needed you get resistance from outside sources at all no. or is it left up to it's you? only me it's yeah. only me it's never yeah. it's never anything outside me that's like making me decide if anything everything outside of me is like yo like let's put it all in like let's yeah. just because if you would have done it back here and right here and right here and there's at least three or four different times in the past year or since april since we first purchased uh you know, the thought has arisen like, yo, put more money into this. Like you're, you think that what you're putting in now is good. Like it's a good amount, but like, imagine if you put five times this amount, like, you know, you'd have this, you would have had this amount of Bitcoin right now. It's, and that amount would have been worth this amount of dollars now. Like, and so now I'm like at this space where I'm like, okay, now that it's at 30 G's, you know, we still have the amount like that are put away in uh, like vehicles that are supposed to be conservative, like stocks, like, mm-hmm. you know, equities that we know uh, that are in companies that we know are going to be around for a long time, you know? So these Amazon, Google, like these uh, we're thinking about getting into Tesla as well, but it's like, we want to put, but do you money. know they're going to be around a long time? Well, I mean, I feel like... I mean, that's still speculating. Uh, yeah, like of course. you don't know anything. I don't. Right. I don't. But that's that feels like a safe option right. um, versus, uh, uh, you know, Bitcoin. And right. But with the performance that it had last year and it being perfectly lined up with the way things happen in our life, like, it's like, okay, it doesn't matter now. 
like you've had this opportunity multiple times and you could have put the money in at this at all of these different times. You're you're being faced right now with the decision to do it now while it's trading sideways before it hits its before it does its thing again like yeah. you knew it was going to do before and the time before that. So it's like I've I've it's it's hard to it's just it's hard for me to to give up what I feel is like security mm -hmm. when in reality it's like when I really look at it, it's like, it's a no brainer. Like why yeah. am I even contemplating this anymore? Like yeah. you've already seen what it, what it can do and you've got visions of what it's already being built to do. Like there are plans being developed to enhance like its usefulness, like, yeah. and, things that are being built under it, the infrastructure under it and all of the uh, uh, other currencies that are starting to build more use and purpose around having cryptocurrency. Like it's, it's all becoming apparent that there's no way this Bitcoin thing's going away mm -hmm. and the value of it right now may not be uh, it, it's, it's undervalued in, in reality, but yeah. Like the way we're seeing it right now, it's like it's still in the very beginning of what it's going to do. So, yeah, that's the important thing is to understand um, how early it is, because 30,000 is a lot for a Bitcoin, right? That's a big number mm -hmm. for one unit of anything. But if you're looking at market cap and comparing it to other market caps and you're looking at its usefulness, it's like, like you said, it's kind of a no brainer. Like, and it, and it's, it's funny because in a sense, it's the most speculative. Like people would say it's the most highly risky because it's volatile. But the reasons for that is because it's early. It's volatile because it's early. Whereas something that's been established and it's been a market that's been running for longer and it has a bigger market cap, it's going to move more gently and it's going to mm -hmm. be more like more trust where you know whatever more uh yeah you know but in reality to me it's like the other way it's almost like people are starting to see it now it's like irresponsible fiscally to not put it into bitcoin yeah because it's early and it can only only one thing can happen like you just run the numbers you know it's like you know no matter how you if you, just, if you just look at it objectively and you look at the scarcity and you look at the history and you understand it it's like it's a slam dunk. It's really hard to form an argument against Bitcoin if unless you don't understand it. The people that don't get it, like, yeah, they can say a bunch of stuff about it. But none of the stuff they say makes any sense. It's like Peter Schiff, all the stuff he says about it, it's like none of that makes any sense. Like yeah. it's just not I think it's, it's gonna not be, logical. I think I think we're gonna get to the point too that there's gonna be somebody that comes out that really um that can really pick apart some of the the real problems that may be lingering in the Bitcoin space. Like there are already a lot of concerns with like privacy and, you know, it, it being a, a fully trusted system instead of needing to trust the other, the person that's on the other end of, you know, the, the exchange whoever's like uh in regards to like it being anonymous and but everything is transparent on the the blockchain right like we're there's uh 
space that we can go to to visit and see all of the transactions of Bitcoin, right? Like, yeah. So what do you mean? Like you see, like that something to be, someone's going to come along to pick what apart. Like, cause it's so already I, all out there. Like, yeah. Yeah. There so s- like, I mean, I would think that if there is, because I, I truly, I mean, I feel like anybody that really does know about it, like you said, you know, can see the value of what it's going to do for on, on a lot of different levels. Mm-hmm. You know, if it be economy, if it be individually, if it be, um, you know, whatever, however many different ways you can slice it. But if there are real problems in the network right now, like I feel like this year would be a good year for somebody to come out and say like, Hey, well, these are probably the biggest issues with Bitcoin and these are the things that need to be fixed or, you know, so do you know that like how changes get made on Bitcoin no, or Ethereum? No. So at any given time, there's a ton of developers that are working on it. They're proposing addition additions. They're testing it. They're, uh, they're trying to break it like to, at any given time, this is happening everywhere. Yeah. But the only way any changes happen is if there's like a consensus, like yeah. if something if actually, right. But there's like passionate, brilliant, best in the world developers, like keeping this stuff. Like I can imagine, I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's this large right now that I'm thinking like in my mind, this is like a massive and, thing. And think about this, like those people, those developers are like early in, right? So they probably are pretty well invested in it and they're probably very well off because of that. Cause if you got into Bitcoin or Ethereum some time ago, like you're already doing great, you're already good to go. So think about how important them is to them that it is that it stays secure. Yeah. They're going to protect their wealth. Right. And they're, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, cause other stuff isn't really like that. It's like, how can we maximize profits? How can we take advantage of somebody to get more money out of them? How can we twist our project? How can we make it less, you know, more efficient? It's like, it's, it's just different. It's yeah. like, it's a whole new type of thing. Like it's a new, it's a, comparing it to stocks, comparing it to any other bubble, comparing it to anything is completely, it's kind of irrelevant. Like it's like the news is irrelevant. Current events is irrelevant. Like it's all, it's a monster. Yeah. It's a monster, bro. I'm so, so excited. I, you know, it's funny cause the way you talk about it and I know that you feel it and you're enthusiastic about it. I assumed you were more exposed than that. That's yeah. kind of exciting for you. Cause that's exciting for me for you. Cause I'm like, Oh, I, if I had capital on the sidelines, I would be really excited. Yeah. I don't. So I'm like doing all these things to, you know, maximize yeah. my potential. But if I had capital on the side, I've considered selling my truck, you know, and it's like, and I love my truck, yeah. so I'm not gonna, <laughs> but like, but it's like, it's, it's also a tough argument to be like, wait, if I had 10 grand now and I turn it in to a hundred grand later, then I can buy whatever truck I want. Exactly. Right. Exactly. For me, it's more of a sentimental, like I just like that one, but mm-hmm. I also got to start thinking bigger. Yeah. I got to start thinking like, yeah, but also I can have whatever I want down the road. Yeah. And that's so, kind of where my head is. I, I'd love to, I love the things right now, but as when it comes to this space and really investing into it, it's like if I'd buy more Ethereum. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I want more exposure to the space. We want more exposure to the space and, um, and we will, we're going to get there. We're just gonna, this is a good range right now. Yeah. Uh, cause once we break out of the range, it's going to do another ridiculous, it's going to double again or something. 
You heard it here first. Yeah. Shade to light, baby. I said, or something. Yeah. It'll be something. <laughs> or something else will it's happen. It's going to go yeah. up that way. It's going to go up, up this way. Up right. And then go. <laughs> if you zoom out, it goes up into the right. It's been a bull run since 2009. Let's keep it running. Just lots of dips. Yeah. BTD all the way to the moon. We love you guys. Thank you. Love you guys. Tesla is an interesting one because Tesla 